Thank you for joining the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Northwestern Division for today's Missouri Basin Water Management Conference call. Due to basin conditions, this is an ad hoc call to provide an update of current runoff conditions. Our next call will be our regularly scheduled monthly update, scheduled for Thursday, June 6 at 1 p.m. Invitations will go out later this week. These calls are provided as a courtesy to congressional representatives, tribal, state, and local government officials, and the media. I am Eileen Williamson, and I will be moderating today's call. These calls are recorded and placed on the Defense Video and Imagery Distribution System at www.dvidshub.net slash unit slash USACE dash NWD. Your participation acknowledges your consent to be recorded. We are currently experiencing delays in getting these calls posted. All lines will be placed on mute during this call. To unmute your line to ask a question, press star six. Please be aware that the forced mute function does not work on all phones, so if I ask, please use your phone's own mute function to avoid interrupting the call. Do not place your call on hold. We will have the question and answer session at the end of the call. Calls for questions will not be a part of the recording if none are asked. This call is hosted by Mr. John Remus, Chief of the Army Corps of Engineers, Missouri River Water Management Division, who will recognize other participants on this call. John. <clears throat> thank you, Eileen. Hello, and thank you for joining us for this call. As Eileen said, I am the Chief of the Missouri River Basin Water Management Division. I appreciate your participation today and look forward to your questions and comments. As Eileen mentioned, this is an ad hoc call or special call focused on our recent and planned system releases. Therefore, we will not follow our usual format. Neither NOAA nor the National Weather Service's Missouri Basin River Forecast Center will be providing a formal briefing. However, Mr. Kevin Lau from the Missouri Basin River Forecast Center is on the call to answer any questions you may have with respect to river forecast. We also have uh, representatives from the Omaha District here. If you have any answers or have any questions, that you would like answered concerning the ongoing recovery effort. The Corps of Engineers Northwestern Division is committed to better communication with the congressional delegations, tribes, states, and other basin stakeholders, and this call is just part of that effort. As Eileen mentioned, there will be a question and answer session after I and my staff complete our remarks. I encourage you to ask questions as that helps us inform our decisions that we make. The Corps' number one priority is life safety, and due to basin conditions, flood risk management remains our primary operational consideration as we continue through the 2019 runoff season. It is important to understand that floods can and will occur regardless of basin or system conditions. Flooding due to spring and summer thunderstorms, particularly along the lower Missouri River, cannot always be mitigated by the operation of the Missouri Reservoir System. I'd also like to emphasize that it is a system, not six individual projects. Our weekly update that is usually posted every Tuesday will be posted on a daily basis. This will continue until we see more stability in the system runoff. I will now turn the meeting over to Mr. Kevin Grody and my staff to discuss recent events that have necessitated the increased system releases. Kevin. Thank you, John. Um, again, my name is Kevin Grody, G-R-O-D-E, and the Reservoir Regulation Team Lead uh, for the Missouri Basin Water Management Office. As many of you uh, have, have realized that we've had this tremendous amount of precipitation uh, over the Missouri River Basin, 
both in the upper basin and in the lower basin over the last two weeks. Uh, in some areas uh, of South Dakota, Nebraska, and Kansas, we've seen uh, four to six times normal precipitation that we would normally see over the, the last two weeks or the, the last uh, half of, of May. Um, what does that mean, four to six times normal? Um, when we look at the observed precipitation in uh, western South Dakota, we're seeing areas of six to eight inches of rain, uh, same thing in Nebraska. As we look in Nebraska, in Kansas and Missouri, uh, we're seeing areas of 10 to 15 inches of rain uh, that have occurred in the last two weeks. Uh, the departure from normal, what we would normally see in those areas uh, for a two-week period in South Dakota would be about an inch or an inch and a half. And in Kansas, we would see um, about two inches to three inches of rain. So uh, just a significant amount of rain that has occurred over both the upper basin and the lower basin. Uh, to exacerbate the situation, uh, the soil conditions in both the upper basin and lower basin are extremely wet. Um, the National Weather Service has indicated uh, with their latest maps that 95 to 98% of soil moisture percentiles in South Dakota and almost the entire state of Kansas, uh, that also extends up into Wyoming and Mon Montana. Uh, so what does that mean? Well, while this rain is falling, not very little of it is infiltrating into the soils. It's all becoming runoff into the rivers and eventually into the mainstem reservoirs and, and some of the tributary reservoirs in Kansas. Uh, to give you an idea of how much runoff we have seen just in the last month of May, um, the first 29 days that we have seen, so we have two more days in May, we've seen seven and a half million acre feet uh, run off into the upper basin, which is the Missouri River above Sioux City. To give you some historical context of what that means, seven and a half million acre feet, the record is 9.2 million that occurred in, nine, in 2011. Uh, the second highest before 2019 was 1995 of 7.2 million. So, we've already seen the second highest runoff um, in, for May. Now that follows two extremely high runoff months in March and April in the upper basin. So in those three months of March, April, and May, um, we've already seen 26.3 million acre feet. Um, we normally see about 25 million acre feet in an, in an average year. So in the three months, these preceding three months, we've already seen a year's worth of runoff in the upper basin. Uh, and for that three month period, that is a record um, exceeding 2011, 1997, and 1952. So uh, there's just a tremendous amount of rain that has fallen and has resulted in um, some record runoff into especially the four lower reservoirs, Oahe, Big Bend, Fort Randall, and Gavin's Point. There uh, is mountain snowpack that still is melting and it will still be running and will be running off into uh, Fort Peck and Garrison. Uh, we have taken that into consideration with the amount of, of storage that we have available in those reservoirs to receive that runoff. So pending any questions, I'll turn it back to John. Thank you, Kevin. 
Uh, as many of you may or may not know, we sent out a press release uh, earlier this week where we indicated we were going to go to, from 60,000 cubic feet per second at Gavin's Point to 65,000 yesterday. We're going to go to 70,000 cubic feet per second today at noon. Uh, our three-week forecast that we ran yesterday uh, indicated that we would uh, probably go to 75,000 cubic feet per second over the weekend. And uh, the indications this morning as far as uh, uh, reservoir levels and runoff would indicate that we will be going to 75,000 cubic feet per second release out of Gavin's Point, and we would be holding that release for the foreseeable future. Uh, in closing, I want to say that I and my staff will continue to monitor the conditions in the basin and will make any necessary adjustments as the summer unfolds. We will do our very best to inform the public in advance of any changes through either press releases, social media, and updates to our products on our webpage. And I encourage you to frequently look at the information on our webpage. We update that uh, sometimes several times a day, but uh, a lot of that information is updated daily. And uh, we also provide this information to the uh, Missouri Basin River Forecast Center so they can include that into their river forecast as well. That include, concludes my remarks. Thank you very much, and I'll turn the meeting back over to Eileen for questions. Thank you, John. We'll now take questions from congressional delegation members, tribes, state officials, and local government, and then we'll run back through uh, the states in order for media, media questions. Be sure to state your name and the organization you represent before asking your question. Remember to press star six to unmute your phone. We'll start with the state of Iowa again. Uh, congressional, tribal, state, local government officials. State of Iowa. This is Tim Hall with the Iowa DNR. Go ahead. Quick question: um, What would you have? What would you expect the normal discharges for this time of the year to be out of Gavin's Point? Uh, around thirty thousand cubic feet per second is what we would on a normal year. Okay. Be releasing at this time. Okay, thanks. Any other questions? State of Iowa again. Star six. This is, this is Sherry Clint with Senator Grassi's office. Could we get a quick update from Omaha District on the reflooding that's occurring in Southwest Iowa, please? Okay, we are the uh, heightened. Uh, this is Colonel John Hudson, Omaha District Commander. So um, as the Missouri River is um, at Nebraska City Gauge, it's up several feet from where it had been holding most of the last two months. That is causing re-inundation behind uh, most of the levee systems south of the confluence of the Platte and Missouri River um, down into the uh, um, northern portions, north uh, western corner of Missouri within the Omaha District. Uh, by about, I think we're up about two feet right now. It's currently forecasted to go up to, from that 19 to 20 foot range where it had been to 24 feet, although given the lighter rain than expected last night, it might not quite hit 24 feet at Nebraska City. And then um, that um, Hamburg, we have a temporary levy that's put in place and that was substantially completed last night to protect the downtown but they're likely, if the 24 feet or near 24 feet is realized on the Nebraska city gauge, 
that will likely mean that the lower end of Hamburg um, could be re-inundated as that water could overtop the uh, Ditch 6 levee. Does that sufficiently answer the question? So the, the Ditch 6 levee overtops at 24 feet, we believe, and the latest forecast that just came out this morning has Nebraska city gauge at 23.5. So we're right on the edge of whether it will re-inundate the lower end of Hamburg or not. Thank you. Colonel Hudson, this is Katie Patchett from Congresswoman Cindy Axney's office in Iowa 3, with, in southwest Iowa. Um, just following up on that question, um, it's good to know the, the levees, temporary levees are being built up around Hamburg. I guess my other question would just be, knowing that we're getting this rain and that the releases are going to be increased to 75000 for the foreseeable future, I mean, we're just we're already seeing water before that water even makes its way down with the increased releases makes its way down to Council Bluffs and further south in our district. We're already seeing parts of I-29 um, get flooded out again. You know, in addition to other roads. So I, was, I mean, we're seeing towns and you know some of our smaller railroad towns like Percival or Bartlett, um, Pacific Junction, starting to see reflooding again as well. I guess I mean, what what efforts are being made to kind of mitigate some of those issues and to communicate with folks in advance and just, you know, in terms of an update from that perspective, what's being done to anticipate some of these challenges that are coming up? What is, what, what's in place to help those, those areas? Okay. A couple of issues there to address. First, I think it's important to note that the, the water currently at the Nebraska city gauge and, and the current river levels, only about a third of that, river flow in there is from Gavin's Point. The other roughly two-thirds is from the other tributaries, um, the Platte being the largest one, but um, a number of other tributaries are also contributing significantly, such as the Big Sioux, the James River, the Little Sioux, and others. Um, as far as communications, we've uh, been commuting, communicating directly with the Codells, the governors, the state emergency management agencies, um, the local levy boards, um, and um, uh, several of the mayors. Uh, we've also posted information both through press releases and on our social media pages. Gotcha. Thank you. And then, you know, just in terms of the temporary levies, is, is Hamburg um, Hamburg the, the main area of concern right now, or are you guys so, anticipating... Yes, so we had previously uh, put in place temporary levees around the Pacific Junction and Glenwood water treatment plant. That was completed, what, three or four weeks ago? Mm -hmm. Yeah, about three or four weeks ago that was completed. On the Missouri side, we have a temporary levee around the water treatment facility the intake at Peru. Um, and um, we have the temporary levee around the water um, treatment plant and intake at Hamburg, which was also completed several weeks ago. The current measure that was put in place and completed last night runs down 3rd Street and protects the bulk of downtown Hamburg, um, minus about, what, two blocks? Two blocks of that is south of the, that temporary levee. Um, and, we've been, and we've had a team on the ground for the last uh, four days or so 
are working directly with the Hamburg mayor and her staff there. Mm-hmm. We also have a team that was up yesterday at um, the, uh, Dakota Dunes, thereby uh, Sioux, Sioux City working uh, with South Dakota officials up there. Gotcha. And then I know that there's a there's a water treatment facility in Council Bluffs as well. I, I, I wasn't sure if that was an area that you all had observed as potentially needing protection via temporary yeah, they, levy? They don't have any issues right now. That And um, I believe that levy wasn't overtopped or breached in the March event, so it's still mm-hmm. in good condition. On okay. the Nebraska side, you have the uh, Omaha's primary sewage treatment plant, which is inside Levy 616, and we don't expect there to be issues on Levy 616 since it only overtopped and didn't breach during the March event, but we've been in close communications with the Papio NRD, John Winkler, and his team to ensure that if necessary, any closure structures on 616 are in place in time, and uh, so we're in close coordination with that. So that means off at Air Force Base, we don't think it this time is un is under a, a um, threat of re-inundation. Understood. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you filling me in on all that. Thank you. Uh, any other questions for the state of Iowa? Again, star six to unmute your phone. Okay, we'll move to the state of Kansas. Again, uh, elected officials, tribal, state, local government officials. None heard, moving to Missouri. None heard, moving to Montana. None heard, State of Nebraska. Again, star six to unmute your phone. North Dakota. This is Laura Ackerman with the State Water Commission. Does the Corps have a feel for how high releases out of Garrison Dam will get this summer? Mike Swenson. Yeah, this is Mike Swenson uh, with the Water Management Office. Uh, We're still running some preliminary, uh, you know, sort of more long-term analysis, but right now we don't see any... uh, you know, large releases out of Garrison. We are expecting that we'll have to store some water in Garrison's exclusive flood control zone, um, but with that, we're only showing releases uh, from Garrison up at about mid-40,000, uh, somewhere in there for for a good chunk of the summer, and then uh, even, uh, you know, into the fall, that'll be higher than average, but not but not really high releases. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Laura. Any question, Any other questions, State of North Dakota? All right, moving to South Dakota. Again, star six to unmute your phone. Hi, good morning. It's uh, Aaron Scheibe from uh, Governor Nome's office. Um, maybe if you could, uh, either Colonel Hudson or one of your team, help us maybe understand a little bit the logic and, and how you're approaching this in terms of uh, you know, not increasing the the discharges from Oahe quite as rapidly. Looking at your forecast from 528, it looks like you know they're going to reach 55,000 CFS later in June, but there's quite a lot of time before they hit that point. And just you know, looking at some of the projections, 
I think people are maybe a little nervous about where Oahe is going to be at in particular and, and some of the other uh, reservoirs here in South Dakota. So could you comment on that, please? John Raymond. Uh, could you restate the question? Yeah. Uh, help us understand the, the approach in terms of not increasing uh, discharges from Oahe and some of the other reservoirs here in South Dakota uh, until closer to the end of the month, uh, ramping up slowly versus trying to get stuff cleared out so we're not within six or eight inches of the spillway gates. Uh, the uh, the downstream storage reservoir at Fort Randall is filling just through incremental inflow, so we're not uh, able to really ramp up Oahe discharges right now. We need to be able to manage the pool at uh, Fort Randall. There's also quite a bit of uh, incremental flow coming into Gavin's Point right now, primarily from the Narrabar River Basin, which is preventing us from really getting the flows out of Fort Randall that we would like. So that's why we're we're not ramping the flows up immediately out of uh, Oahe. I appreciate it. Um, one follow-up, if I could. Could you comment on what your confidence level is on your inflow data and projections? Um, I am confident that it will be at least what we, we have there. Uh, the, the wild card is, you know, how much rain we're going to get in the upper basin uh, there uh, throughout the, the rest of the summer. And uh, that's very hard to predict. Uh, we, we take information that we get from NOAA as far as their... Uh, long-term outlooks, but it's very hard to, to put quantities onto that. Uh, so I, I, I don't think it will be less. Uh, I hope it's not significantly more. Okay. Well, I think we all hope so as well. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Any other questions, State of South Dakota? Jeff Dooley from Dakota Dunes. Hey, Jeff. Uh, John had mentioned uh, increasing releases over the weekend to 75. Would that be Saturday or Sunday, or what's the thought, thoughts on that? Saturday. It would be Saturday. Saturday, thanks. Any more South Dakota? Uh, Jeff Inmeter, Regional Supervisor for the Game Fish and Parks. Two questions. What you have any idea what percentage of the snow melt has come into the system by now? And secondly, uh, where are you projecting the reservoir level on Francis Case to, uh, to go to, uh, given the rain we're experiencing even today? Kevin Grow, you'll have that answer to that. All right, so as the update that we put every uh, every day out there in the lower right quadrant um, indicates that uh, right now the snowpack is 117% in uh, total above Fort Peck, and then it's 151%. But those are the May 29th averages. Um, that snow, it takes a while for it to make its way from the actual mountains to the reservoirs. So we have yet to see a lot of the, the tributaries into those reservoirs see the impact of the melting snow. We're just seeing that right now. So we'll see that inflow um, in, in June um, hit Fort Peck and, and Garrison from the bulk of that snow melt. I think your question was uh, Lake Francis Case. Is that right, sir? And then Lake Francis case, um, the latest forecast we have is, Mike, you want to take that one? 
Yeah, so the latest forecast shows the reservoir peaking just under 1371. Um, as far as the rain that's been sort of happening overnight into this morning, I don't know that we have a good handle on that or have that really factored in here. We'll, but we'll be definitely updating our regulation forecast uh, sometime this week again. Thank you. Uh, any more state of South Dakota? Right, moving to the state of Wyoming. Again, star six. Okay. So uh, we'll move to the members of the media. Again, star six to unmute your phone. State of Iowa. None heard. Kansas. State of Missouri. Hello, Montana. This is, uh, hello. Go ahead. Yeah, this is uh, Dennis Sharkey with the Mound City News in Mound City, Missouri. I have a couple questions. Um, you, uh, Kevin talked earlier about soil satur saturations, and our soil is extremely saturated down here. I was wondering how that can affect the actual levees themselves. Could that cause problems with the levees, too? Have Matt Kraske answer that. Yeah, good afternoon. My name is Matt Kraske. I'm the readiness branch chief in the Omaha district. So as the as the water stays up on the levees and saturates the foundations, um, it can cause uh, issues with the foundations of the levees. Um, we haven't noticed any of those yet, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. Okay. And then um, somebody was just talking about snowpack here a little while ago. So did I hear right that the, the uh, snowpacks are above average this year? Because I, I thought earlier in the spring they were right around average. Was there? Yeah, so let me clarify that. This is Kevin Brody. So the mountain snowpack peaked uh, in both reaches on April 17th and April 18th, which is about their normal peak, and they peaked around average. Now, the melt of that um, it, it is a little slower than average. So when I reference the 117% and the 151%, that's as it applies to May 29th. But both of those reaches have peaked around average in well, mid what's, ca what's causing that to melt slower? Well, they were, uh, uh, until uh, a week or so ago, they were actually melting a little bit faster than average, uh, but then we had um, some precipitation um, over these last couple of weeks, and while there was rainfall in the um, the plains area of the basin, um, up in the mountains, that precipitation came as snow, so it simply just added to the, the snowpack that was already melting out. Okay. And one last so question. It's John Ramos, to follow up on that, we we still have uh, considerable storage space, flood control storage space in both Fort Peck and Garrison, and we don't see any problems uh, capturing and managing the mountain snow melt or mountain snowpack that melts here coming forward. Go ahead, sir. Okay. And how how much um, are the situation or the conditions downstream in Missouri and Kansas affecting how much? Uh, 
outflows are coming from Gavin's Point. Would you guys actually be releasing more if we weren't having issues, or how much influence is going into that? Uh, right now, the uh, our, our discharges are driven uh, primarily by the runoff upstream of the dam. It's uh, we we have two of our lower our two lowest storage reservoirs, Milwaukee and Fort Randall, which are uh, very, uh, the pools are very high and projected to go much higher, actually. So we are managing uh, our pools in those lower reservoirs right now with our releases. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Any other uh, media? State of Missouri? Okay, we'll move to the state of Montana. Someone's uh, phone needs to be muted. Okay, media state of Nebraska, star six to unmute your phone. State of Nebraska, media. Sounds like I've got somebody out there. I'm not sure. Okay. State of North Dakota. Media. Star 6 to unmute your phone. State of South Dakota. State of Wyoming. Any national press? Last call, star six to unmute your phone. Final questions before we uh, adjourn. I have one alibi question if I could. Yes, who's this please? This is Dean with Congressman Bacon's office. My apologies, I joined the conference late, uh, so I did not hear if someone could just reiterate what the releases are going to be from Gavin's point, I missed that. Yes, this is John Remus, Chief of the Water Management Division. We are going to go to 70,000 cubic feet per second today. In fact, we did that about a minute ago. Uh, and then we are in all likelihood going to go to 75,000 on Saturday morning. We will reassess that later today and tomorrow to make sure that is absolutely necessary. But uh, all indications are that we will go there. Thank you, sir. Sorry for my late attendance. No problem. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Any uh, final questions? All right, I'm going to turn it back to John Remus one more time before we adjourn. Yes. Uh, uh, again, I'd like to thank uh, everyone for participating today. As Eileen mentioned, we will have another call next Thursday afternoon at 1 o'clock. Uh, it'll be at our regular time, but we may change the format a little bit to include a more uh, regional um, a focus with both water management as well as all of our other activities that are going on in the basin, but that will be part of the uh, information that Eileen uh, sends out with the, the media notice. So again, thank everybody for, for participating today, and uh, if you ever have any questions about anything, you can contact us in a number of different uh, venues, but uh, the best place to get information for water management, I think, is on our webpage. So, thank you. Thank you, everyone.